0: Welcome to Living Simply, a guide to mindful living and mindful parenting with your host, Dr. Gina.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hey, Ben.
0: Hey, Gina. How are you?
1: Long time no see.
0: I'm good. I know. (laughs) It's (laughs) been uh, two minutes. Um, (laughs) So uh, today... We are talking about making assumptions and I'm super excited uh, because I assume that this will be a good podcast.
1: Awesome. Yeah. I thought this topic would be good. I don't know if uh, people listening know the book, the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, but I think this book should be taught in every school and to every parent if we could live our life based on these four agreements, this world would be such a better place. So making assumption is a big one. So I think it will be an awesome topic today.
0: Yeah, I think, um, I mean, honestly, I think we could probably end up doing one episode on each of the four because, yeah. because they're all super important, you know, uh, be impeccable with your word. Um, don't make assumptions. Uh
1: don't take anything. Personally. Don't take
0: anything personally. And what's the fourth one? Uh, I have it written. Always,
1: I think it's always do your best.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's a wonderful book. It's it's the book that I've read uh, multiple times, and I never read a book more than I never try to read a book if I can't help it. I'm kidding, but um, yeah. So don't so don't make assumptions. Uh, a lot of bad can happen when you make assumptions, as you may have heard when you make an assumption, you make, I, I won't go into that saying.
1: <laughs> well, um, yeah, <laughs> when we make assumptions, we're assuming we can read people's minds and we actually can't.
0: Yeah, exactly. Can
1: cause a lot of needless conflict or even sadness, depression um resentments because we're mind reading right so um if we connect this to mindfulness and we're present with what's going on in our mind when we're thinking and we go on a rant on our own we can go oh wait a minute i'm making an assumption here yeah uh then we can stop ourselves right
0: absolutely i try not to make uh um, I mean, I try not to dive into my mind, uh, very often cause it's a pretty dark and scary place, but, um, <laughs> no, uh, so yeah, so we have a, we have a bunch of different aspects of this. Um, you know, something that, that you, uh, talked to me about was how, when we're making assumptions of people, we always try, tend, tend to assume the worst. Um, why is that?
1: I think especially, um. If we don't feel good, we might dramatize, make things worse, because we tend to project onto other people our own beliefs. It's a natural tendency humans have, and we really want to work on noticing when we do that so we can stop doing that. So the other thing comes from our evolution, Um, the negativity bias is for our survival when we were cavemen and women, we had to assume the worst. So if the bushes were moving, we had to assume it was a lion, not a squirrel. (laughs) Because by the time we wait, the lion could jump on us. So it was always better to assume the worst. So from an evolutionary perspective, we tend to notice the negative more than the positive. But then there's also personality, right? Some people have more of a tendency to be negative sometimes the there could be a negative negativity bias if there's history with that person so we know them we always assume we know all of a person but we don't always do so I think that's why we tend to assume the worst sometimes
0: yeah um what about, like, how you think that people are, you you just said, like, we, we tend to think that we know people. Um, we tend to think that people, we also tend to think that people think like us. Yeah. You know, like, um, everyone is different. And uh, can you just talk a little bit about why we tend to think that everybody thinks the same way as us and therefore would be thinking what we think that they're thinking?
1: wow (laughs) okay so i think i i think i understood what you said um i think the more people work on themselves and wake up the less they will do that so i think part of it is unconsciousness to not be awake basically because it's pretty naive to think everyone's like us i think it comes with self-awareness um so i think if we start with that assumption that not everyone's like me so i need to check with people before i make an assumption thing is we could be right sometimes but sometimes we could be wrong and ultimately it's always best to check instead of making an assumption we we can also look at it if if we look in the addictions model, but not everyone who's an addict does this, and not everyone who does it is is an addict, if we look at codependent behavior, um, there's a lot of assumptions made, being made. so if if people I've worked with who have a lot of codependent traits and are people pleasers, go out of their way for for others, can't say no. What I often see is they'll do a lot for other people, but there are strings attached and they don't even realize it. They assume people will do the same for them because they do it, they assume others will do it for them. And then when that doesn't happen, there's a lot of anger and resentment. So assumptions can also be made in that sense.
0: Um, yeah. And, and, uh, and I think that one of the big things that you just mentioned that I think we should go back on for a second was, um, like unintended assumptions, you know, like unconscious assumptions, like you were just saying, like, if you're, if you're a giver, you know, if you're somebody who, who wants to give and help people in that way, um, but you're, you're unconsciously expecting things in return from that, uh, that can be dangerous and hurtful and hurtful to a relationship and very damaging, you know, cause, cause a lot of resentment can get built up that you built up that you didn't even know that you had.
1: Right.
0: You know, that's a, so that's a dangerous. Um, so when, we, when we talk about solutions later, I definitely would like to, uh, to, to talk a little bit about the solution to that. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you, you know, uh, to subconsciously be making assumptions is a scary thing. Anything that you do subconsciously is kind of frightening, you know, because it's not at the forefront of your mind and, and you're, you're doing it um, unconsciously, you know.
1: And, and that's, that's the, the importance of encouraging people to wake up. And how do we bring to consciousness unconscious behavior is by being present. So I'm going to sound like a broken record, but that's the key to change, right? Is if we're self-aware and we're not lost in our head, whether it's making assumptions, jumping to conclusions, um, and we pay attention to our thoughts, um, we're more likely to become aware if we are making assumptions and we're less knee jerk reactions, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, how do we avoid projecting our beliefs onto other people? Um, Cause I think that like what you were just saying with uh, you know, I'm going to do this for them and I expect them to do that for us. That's, that's a form of projecting your beliefs onto other people. Like, so how to, can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Um, how to avoid projection. So first projection is something that happens first inside of us. So we can't always avoid it. We can work through it. So let's say a friend is late, but it's not always late. And I'm like, oh, she doesn't care. She doesn't respect me. If I'm like self-aware and I'm like, well, do I respect my friend? Am I projecting? Maybe I'm not. So it's doing a self analysis looking, is this a projection or, or not? Is it an assumption? So we may project on people. The good thing about it is noticing when we do questioning it and then verifying. So it's an, I find it's an internal process because it's, it's something that happens in the privacy of our head. So it's, I will project, I still do, but what I do is I catch myself and sometimes I don't, right? So the goal is not necessarily to be perfect and never project, but to catch yourself when you do it. So if I get really caught up in an internal dialogue about something that happened that really made me upset and I'm playing this scenario, oh, she did or he did, she said, I'm sure this is what happened. And if I'm noticing, okay, I'm getting bent out of shape, I need to go, okay, what's real, what's not real? What's a projection? What's an assumption? So it's weeding out everything to notice and then letting it go. So I I think it's more than maybe someone who's enlightened never projects, but I'm not there yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) very nice
1: like anything right it's noticing and then correcting yeah when we notice basically
0: absolutely um social media
1: yeah is
0: the devil i'm i'm kidding um i mean maybe uh but um you know there's a lot of assumptions that people make via facebook and instagram and comparing uh Comparing themselves to other people, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I think, uh, I think, I don't know if this is taking place in Canada, but Instagram, for example, um, just announced that they're going to, uh, be taking the like, uh, the like counter away. So you're not going to be able to see how many likes other people got so that it's not as much of a competition, Mm -hmm um and they're trying that out in some other countries uh right now i know like australia new zealand and japan and stuff um and uh yeah there's there's a big controversy about it because so much of social media is is that comparison of yourself to other people um yeah, and making uh,
1: assumptions
0: yeah so so i just um so i just wanted to talk about you know the the role of social media in um In how bad everyone makes assumptions now about everybody else
1: yes the research does show that people who spend more time on social media are more depressed because the thing is people compare other people's outsides to their insides so let's say they're sad their partner just left them they lost their job they have less money and they look at other people's profiles and you look at them they're traveling they have cute pictures where they're part- with their partners and there we go in fantasy land assuming that their life is perfect and hunky dory so oh they travel all over the world they must be rich they have no debt their relationship is so perfect where uh, i've i've had personal clients tell me you know like we post pictures of me and my husband on um, one of the social medias. And she's like, yeah, we look all nice and happy on our boat and in these tropical places. And they're just getting a divorce and the husband was cheating on her. But if we look at the pictures, we assume they were a happy couple. So there's this thing one we compare, but we also compare and we make assumptions, right? Yep. That, and usually the assumption is people's lives are much better than our lives and based on a few pictures.
0: Right. Yeah. That's, um, it's, it's a really dangerous thing and, and, and it's, uh, It it definitely leads to depression and it definitely leads to shame and and all of this other other awful awful things because you start to think everybody else is is living this perfect kind of life and I'm not. And um but but you're right, you know, you're you're making assumptions of what other people's reality is because you're not seeing what their reality is on social media. Yeah, even something completely different.
1: We even make um assumptions about different uh, professions for example in my practice i'm i'm the kind of uh, psychologist where oh. when useful
0: we have a guest i'm sorry hey buddy <gasps> who is it it's oh come here hey. Hi, dude. <laughs> hey buddy. you smell like the beach i wasn't at
1: the beach hi, sorry,
0: yes, do you um, want to say hi to gina hi uh, sure. all right I was. all right have a good oh. I I had ice cream and that. that um, this this house. Oh, nice. All right. Well, I'm doing the podcast, okay? Yeah. Have a good nap. Oh.
1: Bye. Night. Bye.
0: Night. <laughs> Bye. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> so um, That's
1: okay. So what I was saying is with my clients, when useful, I share personal um, examples in my life so that they can see when I give them tools that it is doable and, but they also see the humanity in me. And I have some clients who are like, really? They assume because I'm a psychologist, my life is perfect. I I have no problems. Mm -hmm. I don't struggle. I have all the perfect coping skills. I must be the perfect mom. The perfect friend and I'm like no <laughs> and and I show them my process and they're all surprised and and I tell them well do you think dentists don't get cavities and root canals right do you think chiropractors don't get sore backs so we even assume make assumptions again based on professions socioeconomic status um, what cars people drive right
0: yeah absolutely we're
1: constantly making assumptions and then um it feeds our internal world it feeds our emotions for some it's depression for some it's their delusions so uh, assumptions i've noticed uh, i tell my clients if you only use one tool with your bosses employees partners kids stop making assumptions and go verify. You would save so many arguments and fights.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So let's transition now to, uh, you know, a big part of what this show is, which is talking about children and parenting yeah. and um, making assumptions with your children uh, are is, is a huge thing that people do every day, you know? Um, so, so how, how do we make assumptions with our children that is leading to negative consequences?
1: So if, if I think different age groups, um, and I think behavioral stuff as well, um, I always tell parents, assume the best in your kids before you assume they're being a bad kid.
0: Yeah. (laughs) There's no
1: bad kid. So, You know, instead of telling your kid, you're lazy, um, I tell them, assume lack of skill before you assume lack of will. Yeah, he doesn't want to do that. She doesn't want to do that. She's doing this on purpose. He's doing this to piss me off. That's making assumptions. Notice the behavior and then go verify with your child. Assume there's some things going on and go check it out versus you assume that they're being a bad person and and they're doing it on purpose to upset you. They're doing it on purpose to defy you. There's usually something underneath it. And even if they would do it to defy you, we don't know why they're doing it, but we'll make an assumption. So, I find it causes a lot of problem in parenting because often parents think they know everything about their child just because they're the adult. And I'm like, well, you don't because you're not them. And even if you were a child, you still were not them as a child. You didn't have the same parents. You didn't have the same life. Go verify with your child. Don't make an assumption because that takes their power away right? It labels them. And I, I see it with teenagers where the teenagers just give up the, the ones who are depressed. They're like, what's the point? My mom or my dad, they, they'll think I'm doing this for that reason. And I'm like, well, let's open communication here. So they tend to give up opening up and communicating because the parents make assumptions and they assume they're right in their assumptions.
0: Absolutely. Um, so let's talk about some solutions, you know, Let, let's talk about some solutions to all of these problems. Um, assuming the worst of people thinking people are like us, uh, you know, um, uh, projecting our beliefs onto other people, the social media epidemic, children, what are the solutions to all of these, um, problems uh, that we have, making assumptions with other people?
1: So at the basis will be self-awareness. Catch yourself making an assumption. Second, if you can, go verify with the person. So communication is at the core of every healthy relationship. So open communication without accusation.
0: Gina? Is it back? Yep, it's back.
1: Okay. So if, if you make an assumption and you're, you think you're right, the way you'll approach the other person, they'll be on the defensive, right? So speak in I messages. I felt this way. This is, this is what happened. Can you explain to me what happened with you? So you get clarification with your kids the same don't assume who knows if you were a child who loves sports, don't assume your child will love sports. Verify. Yeah. So get, get to know the person, get to know your child. Don't assume even if you're married 20 years with the person, don't assume you know people or you know your child better than they know themselves. Um, the other part in that communication is ask useful questions, right? So again, part of a previous episode, useful questions without judgment, right? So ask yourself, is this question more likely to bring a solution to the problem or more likely to put the person on the defensive or close down or shut down? Is this a useful question? So I think the self-awareness and open communication is ultimately the best. And the other one is possibly letting it go, saying, hey, I got to accept I don't know and let it go. And because for some things, it's not necessarily appropriate to have a communication with that person. Sometimes it's our issue and we need to work through on our own and let that go so there's also context involved in that so letting it go and being comfortable with not knowing
0: yeah absolutely um the open and clear communication that you're that you're talking about and asking useful questions uh really reminds me of um you and i before we started the show um we're talking about the uh the Netflix special with Brene Brown that that came out uh this year. Mm-hmm. And um I just watched that the other day and there's this the, this entire thing of making assumptions made me think of I use and I used this as an example with a friend yesterday, um, about uh clear communications and making assumptions is she tells this wonderful story about um swimming in a in a lake. And trying to have this moment with her husband and she says, you know, I love you. And I'm, and I'm so happy that I'm here with you. And this is so nice. And he's about 20 feet away from her. And he just goes, water's fine and keeps swimming. And, uh, and there's more to it. And, and, you know, it's, it's a hilarious uh, story, but, um, she thinks that like their marriage is ending (laughs) and, and, uh, cause she's so in her head and she doesn't understand why he is responding to her that way. And when they finally end up having that conversation, um, you know, because she's done so much of this work, and because she's able to use phrases like the story I'm telling myself right now is, mm-hmm. um, which is self-awareness and clear communication and all of the things that you just talked about, she's able to, you know, go like what are you doing? And he's, and she's like, I'm, you know, I don't think that you think I'm attractive anymore. I'm not as good of a swimmer. I'm not the person you married 20 years ago. And he's like, I was having a panic attack <laughs> thinking about a dream I had last night. And I was just counting my strokes in the water. And, um, but that lack of communication, you know, he thought she was thinking like, Oh, this guy can't take care of me because of his own insecurities and she was thinking, he, I'm not attractive to him anymore. And so many people, the majority of people that I've ever met, including myself, would stay on those two opposite ends mm-hmm. and have that fight about nothing, about absolutely nothing. They're just two people in their own head. And they would have that fight about nothing because they're both making assumptions about what the other person's thinking, when really it was nothing at all yeah you know so I think um i th- I just thought that that was a great example of um of how making assumptions and the lack of clear communication can lead down a horrible road when really all you have to do is a be self aware enough to acknowledge it and be you know be clear and ask ask useful questions, so I think that what you said is 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 amazingly helpful. And I think that this is a bigger problem than people think that it is.
1: Oh yeah, and she, Brene Brown, her life work is around that, making up stories. And I like the phrase that she uses because it doesn't put the other person on the defense, right? Right now I'm making up the story that you don't find me attractive. It's not, you don't find me attractive anymore. Yeah. It's a good, preface to a phrase to even use that
0: it's true it's not because it's not even i feel like you don't find me attractive anymore it's acknowledging this is gonna i know that this is me Mm -hmm. but this is what i'm telling myself and i think that that's that's wonderful and and it deals directly i mean she was using it in the sense of vulnerability and shame but i think that making assumptions really ties in beautifully with that you know because because so many times we're making assumptions that that other people are thinking the worst or or have you know negative thoughts about us and it's just us it's just yeah. us projecting and looking at other people's outsides and uh, yeah. uh assuming lack of uh will from our children and all of this stuff you know yeah so um This is a great show. I love, I love your insight on stuff. Thank you, Gina.
1: Thank you.
0: Um, so before we get into, uh, where people can find you, it's time for the moment of gratitude. Yeah. Um, I'll go first. I, yeah, I go first. Uh, usually, um, I'm going to I don't know if it'll be in the show or not, but halfway through the show today, uh we were interrupted by uh my little friend who um came home and wanted to say hi before nap and uh I'm grateful that he is back home right now. Um because uh Allie had a surgery, um just a simple surgery uh and she's doing well. But um, she had a surgery uh, on her nose um, to fix some stuff that was wrong, and uh, he, you know, went to his dad's for for a week. And um, it's really nice having him back, and and I'm grateful for that, and I'm grateful for the other side of the family who's able to take that, you know, responsibility from Allie so that she could heal. And, um, just, uh, and I'm I'm grateful that she's okay and that everybody's good and happy and healthy. And, uh, so there's just a lot of gratitude around that whole situation. That's great. Yeah. Say,
1: Say hi from me, by the way. I will. So what am I grateful for? Um, I'm grateful for technology. Um, more specifically, I'm grateful for documentaries on Netflix, like Brene Brown, uh, Brene Brown on YouTube, and other great speakers and other great teachers on podcasts, because they make my job easier. And I constantly send these resources to my clients, and it supports my work because I can't be in their homes every day. So that's a positive side to. Technology that I find really, really useful.
0: That's awesome, and I think someday soon other people are going to be saying that about you, because uh, this is one of those resources now. You know, um, your podcast is one of those resources, and something that someone else can send somebody when they're, you know, dealing with an anxious child or or anything like that 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 we've talked about. So I think that that's wonderful, and. Um, you know, so thank you. I'm I'm grateful for you and this podcast.
1: Thank you, Ben.
0: Um, You're welcome. You have an ebook.
1: Yes. On the benefits of giving your kids chores.
0: I love it. Uh, I have not been able to read it yet since the last podcast because uh, we record these at the same time, but, (laughs) but I, but but I can't wait to do that. And, um, and then where can people find you?
1: drmadrigrano.com and you'll find the ebook on my main page.
0: Awesome. All right. Thank you very much, Gina. Thank you, Ben. Awesome. Awesome as always.
1: Talk to you soon.
0: For more information or to book an appointment with Dr. Gina, go to drmadrigrano.com or click the link in the description of this episode.